Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Project 52. In this very episode, we are going to talk about the powers of our word. So if you haven't subscribed to uh, my podcast, I would like you to subscribe to my podcast and share it with your friend and rate this podcast uh leave a comment whether on spotify or on apple Podcasts. i would really appreciate it if you already did thank you so much i hope you will enjoy uh this episode word can affect and it can also edify people in the scripture in the book of Proverbs, chapter 10 verse 19 and say when word there are many sins is unavoidable, but he who restrains his lips is wise. And another version in is in um, New Living Translation say too much talk lead to sin, but sensible be sensible and keep your mouth shut. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. Have you ever been hurt by somebody else's word? If you have. You know the feeling. You know, it, people can either lift you up or people can also pull you down. You can also lift people up or empower people with your word. Or you can also destroy somebody else with your word. And the word has a power. So we have to be very wise when and how to uh, choose the word to speak. There is a power in our word, how we speak it, the way we use to, the word. If you look at the history, the history would tell us that Adolf Hitler killed more than 5 million Jews. But the reality is that he doesn't kill those 5 million Jews with his own hands, but with his word. When he commands his soldiers to kill, that's when he kill her. So you see there's a power in, in the word. So we have to know how to use the word. There's a time for everything under the heaven. In the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, the greater and the wisest man who ever lived says that. the book In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, it says, There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heaven. In verse 7, it says, A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. So we have to rely on the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to help us. When is the time? When is the right moment to be silent or to speak it up? Sometimes we could be in the place when we know that if we are going to say something, we know that it's going to cause the problem. And in that moment, God will speak to you. Holy Spirit will whisper to you and say, Sons and daughter, this is not the right time. This is not the right moment. Just keep on keep waiting. Uh, keep on waiting. This isn't the right time yet. When Holy Spirit stirs you up, follow His lead. Because if you don't, that's when you know you, you go to cause the problem. And, let, and whatever you speak, try to speak peace. Not not try to uh, stir up some uh, stir up a problem, because we are called to be a peacemaker. We're called to be a peacemaker, so yeah, 
I also wanted to point out that in, there's a difference between the Western culture and the Eastern culture. So in the Western culture, the older you get, the less value you become. But in the Eastern culture, uh, the older you get, the more uh, value you become. The more value you, you will gain, more value. Younger people will honor you. Why? Because they respect your experience. They wanted to learn from you. So that's different. So if you come for the Easter culture, you know that when the older people is speaking, you had to be in silent and listen to them. When a teacher is teaching, you had to be in silent. But in the Western culture, it's different. We have the, our opinion. We can share our opinion. We so that's that's the difference between Western culture and the Easter culture. Then then here's here's the thing. And I think uh, one of the things that I, I don't like about the Western culture is that, uh, I mean, of course, uh, there's a lot of advantage thing that we could take up. But one of the things is that they let you to speak and and that also create a problem, especially with our generation. So our parents are from the Eastern culture and we grew up in the Western culture. So if we talk back to our parents, that's not a good thing, right? Because we, we we already know the consequence for that, because we grew up in a they grew up in a culture where they don't speak where they don't talk back to their uh, parent. But here in 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 our time is different. We wanted to share our feeling. We wanted to share our opinion with them. But that's not what that is not what they're expecting. So for those who grew up in the state, for gr- those who grew up in their Western culture, this is uh, we have to understand this part. And we should be more reliable. We should be more flexible to help them, and uh, and to help them to understand. So yeah, that that's the difference between Western culture and uh, Eastern culture. For me, I prefer the Eastern culture when it's teacher when a professor is talking. I like to listen. I like to take notes. Even in high school, you know, I I I grew up in the state here. I also go to the school in the state, so I I kind of know how it flows. Especially in class, you know, when you have different variety group of people, they will just talk during uh the the uh the the session, the teaching, the class. So that is not I actually don't don't I actually don't like that because part of me I grew up in the Eastern culture. But when I migrated or when I settled in in the United States, it's different. So I had to be, I have to use that. So yeah, that's that's one of the things that we have to adjust and be uh, flexible and be uh, and be okay with that. So that's the power of work. I'm not I'm not sure you can relate to this, uh, because if you're gonna talk back to our parent, it's not gonna work. That's not how it operates. If you talk back to your parent, guess what they will think? They will think that you are a bad person. But in the Western culture, that is a typical thing. Most of the parents, they know how to deal with their kid. But in the Eastern culture, that if you talk back to your parent in the Eastern culture, that's going to be different. So what I'm, I'm trying to say is that we have to be uh, wise and choose the right word, where, uh, especially when we communicate with our parents. Parent. A quote that I wanted to uh, bring up is um, I'm not sure who who, uh, who it was quoted by, but I actually uh, found this and very uh, interesting. And it said, "Parental relationships are bruised from reckless speech. Parental relationships are bruised from reckless speech. That is so true. If you use the the wrong word to your kid, it will bruise them, and it, it they will they will be wounded by uh, your word." 
Friendships are destroyed through gossip and harsh word. Friendships are destroyed through gossip and harsh word. Gossip is one of the things that I couldn't handle in my life. If I had to be honest with you, because I have a coworker who will gossip about me. So yeah, in in a workplace, that is one of the things that we had to deal with, especially gossip. So let let me just tell you my story. Probably uh, I I learned my lesson this way. Okay, so there uh, I have a coworker. He's a really nice guy, especially in front of me. He would train me with something. If, even if I mess it up, he would say, "Hey, it's okay. Uh, we're gonna fix it together. I will help you to fix it." But in, in, in behind me, he would stab me in the back. So one day I caught him. I was in the restroom, and he didn't know that I was in the restroom. So he was coming with another buddy of mine, and then um yeah he 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 walked into uh to the um restroom, and then um as he was washing his hand, he would talk to another person, and then he would gossip about me. He would say such a uh a, a terrible things about me, and when I heard that, you know, part of me I just want to go and punch him in the face. You know, that's what I want to do in flesh. But uh, but then I realized that I'm a, a youth pastor, I'm a minister in the church, and uh at, at the same time. Holy Spirit is kind of giving me a self control in that moment. So, um, yeah, I was I was so mad in that that particular moment, and I couldn't handle uh, gossip, especially from someone who you love and who you trust. When they gossip, uh, when they talk back on you, uh, it's very painful. I know I should have reported to the HR, but I, I didn't uh, do that. I feel bad about it. Uh, think about that. And and I learned my lesson, and I didn't I didn't even uh confront him as well. So, but the thing is that he didn't know I was in the restroom, so that's kind of uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> so, he, he, but I'm okay. I'm I'm I, what I'm saying is that when he gossiped about me, the way I see him, the way I talk to him, it's kind of different. It's kind of because it's it's really hard for me to cope with him it's really hard for me to uh talk to him since uh like he he kind of betrayed me so yeah gossip will rule your relationship so we have to be wise which word uh we should use in in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 it says above all guard your heart for everything you do flow from it so we have to guard our heart we have to guard our heart and we have to uh, submit to God and allow God to uh, guard our heart. So, so what should we do with our word? What should we do with our mouth? As I, as I, as I said earlier, there's a power in your word. So what should we do with it? So what does the Bible say about it? In Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, And God say, let there be light, and there was light. God say, let there be light, and there was light. So the power is in the word. There was a light in the beginning, but when God spoke, there was light. Light become a reality the moment God uh, spoke to it. So what do we have to do? We have to speak faith. We have to speak faith. So uh, there is a creative power in our word. There's a creative power in our word. So 
there's because uh, the way you speak would determine that. The way you speak would determine that. So we have to be very careful the way we choose to what we speak. We can speak to our circumstances. We can speak to move mountain. In Mark chapter 11, verse 23, it says, truly I, tell to, I tell, truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the seat and does not doubt in their heart, but believe, believe what they say will happen, it will be done for them. So if you believe what you say will happen, it will be done for you. You can even say, you can even move a mountain. With your word, I know this is an analogy or or uh uh yeah um analogy in here, but we can we can use our word to move mountain. Just think about it. so basically, we don't have to agree with our circus them. We have to speak it to remove that, and we can speak it to uh remove it with our word, and that is how powerful our word is. So in Romans chapter 4, verse 17, it says, As it is written, I have made your father a many nation before God whom he believed, and who raised the dead, and called those things that does not exist as though they did. So God called those things that does not exist as they did. What do we see in the Bible? Who do we see? Abraham. Abraham. God called him a father of many nations. But he doesn't have a child yet. He is in old age. But God tell him, you will become a father of the nation. In order to become a father of the nation, you need to have a heir or inheritance. Somebody, somebody ha- has to take your inheritance. So Abraham and Sarah, his wife, was in, in an old age. And this promise seems like a bigger problem. This prom- So this promise is bigger than... So their problem is bigger than their promise. Their problem was that his wife could not and and could not bear a child. So that is his problem, and that is a huge problem from uh, Abraham. But God called him a father of the nation, and we all know that later on he had a child, and his name is Isaac. So yeah, so God speak fate. To his creation. And we can follow him. We can use our word. To call things. Into an existence. In Mark chapter 11 verse 24. Say, Therefore I say to you. Whatever things you ask. When you pray. And believe that. You will receive them. And you will have them. We have to believe it. Receive it. We have to pray. Believe. And we will receive it. So we just. We have to ask for. We have to believe first before we see it. So we have to believe first before we see it. You might ask this question, and I ask this question to myself as well. There's a time when we speak faked, but we didn't receive it. Have you ever been in that scenario, in that situation? When, we, when you believe God and you speak faked, you speak things into existence, but you didn't get to see it. I can relate to that. I have been in that position. I have been in that situation before. So let me tell you my story. Uh, I went to ORU for years. And I asked God, I said, Lord, I wanted to finish my undergrad in ORU. But I didn't get, I didn't get a chance to finish it. And not only that, 
Not only that, I was so mad at God. I said, Lord, I thought you called me to come to ORU. And now I'm having a problem. And you know, ORU stand for Old Robert University. And it's not a uh, cheap school. And I said, Lord, I don't understand this. I speak faith. I believe that you're going to provide uh, me financially. You are Jehovah Jireh, the, uh, the God who provides. And I do believe that when you guide, you will provide. But here in this situation, I didn't see your provision. I didn't, I, I didn't receive it, Lord. But I speak faith. I speak your word. I proclaim, over, I proclaim your word. And I do believe it before I receive it. I know you're going to provide. But, but I find myself broke in my, my dorm. And I, um, after that, I transferred to a different university. I graduated. I got my bachelor degree. But now I came to realize something. I came to realize something. And I, I'm not mad at God. I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful that God put me in that situation. Because he speak to me so much in that situation. I was crying. I was in tears. I was in tears in my dorm room saying, Lord, you are... Uh, 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 your your rich silver and gold belong to you. You are my father, and I declare that into my life. But I didn't receive anything. But God, He taught me so much in that situation. And 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 if uh, let let let's make let's make it uh, so short to the story. So. I I moved to I moved from I transferred to a different university. I graduated with a debt free degree. I graduated debt free. I didn't have to pay any student loan back. So I I was very grateful for that. I was very grateful for that. And he teach me, God teach me so much. So in Proverbs chapter eighteen verse twenty one, it said, "Death and life are in the power of the tongues, and those who love it will eat a fruit." So let's choose to speak positive. Let's choose to speak life. And friend, here's the thing. Even if you find yourself in a situation where you're not pleased with, your, with yourself and when you don't receive what you call forth into existence, it's okay. It's okay. Say, Lord, what can I learn from that? What can I learn from that? So based on my story, after I moved, um, uh, after I transferred to uh, transfer from ORU. God helped me in so many ways, especially when it comes to finance. I become a good steward in financial, in finance. I become a good steward with my money. So I was very grateful for that. I was very grateful. That is one of the most valuable lessons I have learned in my life. I have learned in, in my life. So, if, if, if you find yourself, what is it you're going to do? What is it you're going to do? In the, in the moment where you are believing for God miracle, what is it that you're going to do? So friend, I just want to say that when you are waiting, just prepare it. Just prepare it. Just prepare yourself. Just like a pregnant woman before a child was born, what does the mother is doing? The mother is preparing. The mother is preparing. So it's important for us to prepare in the season. 
to to do what whatever. So there's a there's a life and death in the power of your tongues. So use it very wisely. Use it to help other people. Use it to uh, encourage other people. Don't say negative things. Just say positive things in somebody else's life. And if you have to correct them, correct them in a positive way. God bless you all. Thank you.